Welcome to another episode of I Am Nano. Putting the I in I Am Nano. I am your host, Irfani. And I am your other host, Monica. All right, Mon. Did you know, according to the WHO, breast cancer is the world's most prevalent cancer. And according to the World Cancer Research Fund International, ovarian cancer is the eighth most common cancer in women. Well, thank you for those terrifying statistics, they're <laughs> funny. Um, wow, that is definitely scary. And it also, you know, uh, men and women can get breast cancer. So it is, it's very scary. Obviously, it's mostly women. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, you know, that's why we need to do the recommended screening tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Very important. But, such as breast exams and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But screening tests, they can be really uncomfortable. Yes, definitely. They can be. But, you know, they might be saving you in the long run. Yeah, I, I, I know you're right. It's very uncomfortable, but I guess it's it's going to be nothing compared to the cancer itself. For sure. Exactly. And I think, what's the saying? Um, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. Yes. So, you know, prevent as much as you can. Yeah. Prevention all the way. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I mean, thankfully, modern medicine has advanced so much that we can determine the risk factors and then see if we are at high risk. And this way we can try to get ahead of it even just for a little bit yes yes mm-hmm. at least you know lifestyle changes and as well chemotherapy has also advanced quite a bit in the past few years and decades to help patients though they have a lot of side effects with the treatment beating the cancer is what counts oh yeah for sure and i've been really fortunate to not have cancer and even young people can get it but seeing so many people on youtube sharing their experience going through a chemo see it looks very very difficult and really hard yes definitely very a brutal type of treatment but to combat the cancer you know there's light at the end of the tunnel and it's Mm -hmm. always important to share those kinds of lived experience Mm -hmm. to increase awareness of it right just not not try to hide it and then no one knows about it yeah not to necessarily normalize it but just show that this is something that we can all go through and we can beat it yes yeah yeah inspiration very inspirational so speaking about chemo we're going to talk about a paper published a few months ago in acs nano by scientists from Israel who explored the efficiency and the negative effects of a model chemotherapy administered during different stages of menstrual cycle. So it looks like menstrual cycles have an effect on chemotherapy. That's very interesting. I would never have thought of, you know, the different stages, hormonal mm-hmm. stages that go through on a monthly basis, how that would affect overall health. But that is a yeah. great idea. That's a very great concept. Yeah. And in this paper, what was used is a mice model with doxocerubin as the chemotherapy drug. Mm-hmm. Now, before we delve into all of that, let's start with the different stages of menstrual cycle. And this is definitely something that I should be aware of. Um, So in humans, we have four stages. We have first the menstruation phase when, you know, you have the uterus lining shed. That's when you get all 
bleedy. And then you have the follicular phase when the hormones are released to stimulate the follicle production. And then you have the third phase, the ovulation phase, when the egg is released from the ovary to the fallopian tubes and then going towards the uterus. And then lastly, we have the thickening of the uterine lining in preparation for nurturing a new embryo. And then the cycle goes over and over again until you have a fertilized egg in the uterus. Interesting. And do all mammals kind of go through this menstrual cycle in one form or another? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. But I guess it differs between mammals in terms of maybe duration uh, for the different stages or overall cycle as well. Right, right. And, and then so in mice, it's a similar cycle for the rodents, mm -hmm. but the cycle is clearly much faster than a yes. human, given the lifespan of a rodent species <laughs> humans. So it is referred to as the estrus cycle, where the proestrus phase is similar to the follicular phase in humans. Mm -hmm. The estrus stage is similar to the ovulation phase. And then there's the metestrus and diestrus phases, which is the secretary cycle, as we know from the menstrual cycle that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this paper is really interested to see what happens to the efficiency of the drug administered at these different menstrual cycles, right? Mm. And so the researchers first looked at what stage do the nanoparticles really build up in the ovaries and in the uterus. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, they were using an 80 nanometer size gadolinium loaded pegylated liposomes and free gadolinium as a model. So gadolinium is an element and it is used often in MRIs because um, it can be used as a contrasting agent. So they are able to observe these changes easily using this element. And they loaded the gadolinium in liposomes. And so liposomes are essentially circular structures. They are composed of one or more phospholipid bilayer. So just imagine these like sacks lined with fat that can be filled with anything. And in this case, they were using the gadolinium. Oh, a great way to put it. Yeah. And the researchers observed that after 24 hours of injection or past the, in, after the injection, mm -hmm. the ovaries and the uterus displayed maximal accumulation of the liposomes during the estrus and diestrus stages. Mm -hmm. So specifically, the estrus stage actually showed 2 to 2.5 times higher level than the diestrus stage. Mm -hmm. And just to refresh what we talked about earlier, the estrus stage is the ovulation stage and diestrus stage is the late secretory phase. Okay, yep. Yes, good refresher. And mm -hmm. then the researchers confirmed in this paper that the ovarian cells are actually taking up the nanoparticles. They're not just hanging around the area there, they're actually being absorbed in. Mm -hmm. And they used an mRNA-coded lipid nanoparticle and one that was designed to be expressed by the cells. Yeah, so with the mRNA, you can design it however you like. And in this specific one, they basically made sure that if the cells uptake these nanoparticles, um, it is shown by the expression of the cells. So it's a good way to look into it because if we have 
the drugs inside these nanoparticles. We want to make sure it's kind of, you know, actually administering the drug and it's not just hanging around. So now that they know at what stages the nanoparticles accumulate in the ovaries, they wanted to know if they also accumulate in other organs. And it turns out there's actually not a significant accumulation other than the liver during the proester stage. And this was hypothesized to be because of the effect of estrogen on the liver metabolism, which is quite interesting. Maybe it could be used, you know, for targeting liver if for liver cancer. You know, during the proester stage. True. Yeah. Because it's very interesting that the liver is the only one organ that was observed in this study to be accumulating the nanoparticles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we know where it was accumulating and if it's, you know, spreading around and if it's uptaken by the cells. So now what they want to know is what size of nanoparticles are effective or accumulating in the ovaries and uterus. So they saw that the 20 and 50 nanoparticles, um, in this case, they were using gold nanoparticles, these accumulated in the ovaries at 2.1% and 1.9% of the injected dose compared to the larger nanoparticles at 100 and 200 nanometers. And they also saw a similar trend in the uterus. So smaller nanoparticles are more efficiently uptaken. In the, Interesting yeah. observation, yeah. yeah. And so now that the researchers know how the nanoparticles behave during the different menstrual cycle, they then tested it on mice models that have breast cancer and ovarian cancer using those same 80 nanometer gadolinium liposome nanoparticles. So what was observed here is that the liposomes accumulated more in the tumor of a breast cancer mouse model 3.3 times more in the specific diestrous stage than the, in the estrus stage. And so during the estrus stage, more liposomes actually accumulated in the reproductive system. So there's an interesting shift for sure where the liposomes build up during these different phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they confirmed this actually um, using the ovarian cancer mice models that they saw more liposomes accumulate in the ovary during the estrous phase, 5.4 times more than that than the diester stage. So this is consistent um, with the breast cancer mice models with the nanoparticles going towards the reproductive organs during the estrous stage. Mm, very interesting. And this is further proven by the injection of do- doxycerubin loaded liposome injections on the breast cancer mouse models, where it was observed that 72% reduction in tumor size happened and occurred during the diestrous stage. On the other hand, those that were treated during the estrous stage, so those mice, observed a 276% increase in size. Wow. That's that's a huge difference. I mean, 276% increase in size. Wow. That's that's really big. That is is huge, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now that we know where it's effective, if you want to administer the drugs to which cancer. The next question they need to ask is what happens if they injected the drug on a healthy mice? 
It's definitely affected their menstrual cycles. <laughs> As you can see from the data, which I'll, uh, I'll just say here, that uh, when a mouse was injected with doxocerubin in the free and liposomal forms, they had a different cycle than in the control mice. So there was a different observation here. And when these mice, these, there were several of them, when they became pregnant, I, they, what happened was that the mice had free doxocerubin and that gave them a 100% birth rate compared to the liposome from, liposome from ones at 70%. So it was mainly because the liposomes hung around the ovaries longer than then the free doxocerubin and that those cleared out of the ovary faster. Okay, so basically... The liposomes, if they're in the if the doxorubin is in the liposome, it just kind of hangs around the ovaries a lot longer, right? And then it was affecting the rate of the birth rate of these mice as well as their cycles, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, don't get the drug in the liposome form if you're healthy. It doesn't only affect you, but also your children. Yeah, that's very important to know. It's very interesting experiments that they were occurring. And we have to be smart in the delivery as well. Mm-hmm. So based on this study, breast cancer patients should be treated during the late stages of the menstrual cycle. So when the lady is on her period right. and ovarian cancer patients should be treated during the ovulation phase. Now, I don't know for breast cancer patients, you know, when the late stages of the menstrual cycle would occur for men that are having breast cancer. But I think that would be trying to look at the different hormone levels and try to measure them maybe. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's Mm. definitely a good point. So yeah, this is based on this study for sure. And it's really promising. Um, But we'll definitely have to confirm with other studies before really implementing it in the hospitals. Absolutely, yes, for sure. And we need to both evaluate the efficacy of the treatments and their side effects too before treating human patients. Yes. It's already a horrible situation, of course, to be in. And treatments should be administered to really make the patients feel better. Mm-hmm. And um, we should really keep up to date to these research because, you know, we may or may not get it in the future. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible thought. Uh, yeah. Prevention, 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 prevention. Way to get on prevention. that. Yes. Alrighty. All right, guys, that is all banana for today. Take yeah. care. Yeah. Let's take care. Yes.